This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report. This is the second episode of Season 9, sponsored by Barnsley Sport and, of course, proud to be part of the TalkSport network of fans. As always, with us this evening are Reds Report, Ian. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, chaps. And Steve, who is sponsored by Andy Clark, because he thinks Steve is the funniest one. Evening, Steve. Uh, good evening. Other, uh, other young gentlemen are available. <laughs> uh, boys, let's have a quick look back. Last week, uh, we recorded our annual get-together with the uh, Red All Over Gang, and it was, of course, the, the open day afterwards. Steve, the crew match, um, it is a friendly. Um, it's not about, probably, well, it shouldn't be about goals. It's more to get to know some of these new players. Who stood out for you? <laughs> no, would played well. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Sorry, I, I shouldn't really, should I? Um, no, it's, Callum it's, Styles. It's too, too, soon, too, soon. too soon, too soon, Tony, too soon. Um, Callum Styles were excellent. If he can, if he can play like that for us, week in, week out, uh, I, I, I don't see any problems at all. Especially midfield wise, he, he was positive, good on ball, comfortable on ball. Uh, passing were excellent. Um, he got in some really good positions. So, you know, for me, Callum Styles definitely standout player. And um, your favourite central defender, Carlo, uh, Mr. Lapata, um, looks as though he's definitely got a bit of something. Um, I, don't know whether that, I don't know if that's going to be a case. Where he's going to be doing five to ten for assault. Um, so we might not have him very long. I don't know if he can play with a tag on, um, but he did look it did look really good. Certainly, um, some of them channels that he, uh, challenges that he did put in were a little bit brutal, even for a friendly. So he's going to have to watch himself. Um, but I think, oh, I'm, I'm you know I'm still optimistic. Stuff that I saw, some of the stuff that I saw were really good. I suppose the only negative for me for 
for the crew game was um, John Russell. Sorry, uh, didn't show even anything in that. So I, I just don't think he's one that is going to be going forward. To be honest, Ian, um, and I, I completely agree with with, with Steve. I mean, uh, Callum Styles, um, an absolute revelation, and more than just flashes in that number ten position. He directed the play, the passing, the running, the press. Everything was just absolutely spot on. And obviously, they're not a full fitness yet. That poses then also a bit of a question mark, because Barnsley being Barnsley, there's still chance, I suppose, that somebody's going to snap him up, either on a season-long loan in the Championship or, or somebody's willing to take a punt. Because he will be one of those players that other clubs will watch because they know what he is capable of, albeit he might have not shown it um, last season whilst on loan. Um, is Barnsley a better side, do you reckon, with, with Callum Styles in it next season? Yes, definitely. He's probably one of the better members of the squad. Probably one of the better players on his day in the division. Uh, but as we know with this board, if they can make a quick buck on a player, he'll be out the door quicker than you can say James Norwood. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, it, it, I think it suits everybody. If he knuckles down and he's got the right attitude, and he plays well, he might get a move maybe before the summer window shuts, but maybe in January. If it could be, if it could be a bit later on, great, we get we get the best of him. Uh, and then if it is two million pounds that he's supposed to be the release fee, then we get that as well, don't we? So it, it's win-win for everybody. If it, if he sulks and and sits in the stand, he's no good, it's, it's no good for anybody. But certainly um he'll be starting on Saturday because we're down to bare bones anyway. <laughs> Um, obviously, the team news is that um, Connell is, is, is likely to miss. Uh, McCarthy's out. Cundy's out. Um, Dallas has a, a chance of being included you know, in, the, in, in the squad. But let's first talk about person who will be missing because it, obviously uh, it was announced um, within the last hour or so that James Norwood has joined Oldham um, for an uh, undisclosed amount. Um, I remember saying a couple of weeks ago, that I thought one of the strikers might go because we had five and it seems like it just seemed, you know, almost like one too many. There was the whole Wrexham saga, you know, will he go, won't he go? Um, a couple of days ago in the press, they weren't under any pressure to sell any player. Is this, do you think, I'll start with you, in a case of where maybe Norwood wanted to go and, and, and leave? Or because it seems, it seems weird to, I don't know, I, I don't know, but it, two days before the season starts, like, um, from a footballing point of view, if you were if you were going to think right, we don't need five strikers, we can get rid of one. You'd get rid of somebody like Ollie Shaw, surely, uh, who's who's belly kit to bow and anger. You don't sell your most experienced player um, and a player who had a great season last season, not just like scoring goals, but he assists and what he can do off the pitch for him. For me. And he's played in pre-season, which I don't get either. And there's nothing from the player that would suggest he's not been happy. For me, it's either a clash of personalities when he's come out and made that made that uh, interview with Yorkshire Post, saying that they were they were short at the back. Um, and I just think it, it has a feeling that he's been shoe-armed out and they've just tried to get a bit of a fee for him while they can. Um, I certainly don't get the feeling it's come from the player himself. And I just think it's um, it's a terrible move for the club. Steve, I mean Norwood. We discussed it last week, but we said, didn't he? When you get, even if you get sixty minutes out of every match, he will press. He will score goals. Before we went on air, I was saying to Ian, he's also not a selfish striker. 
How how many assists has he provided last season when he's you know we did the running and he's he squared the ball. Besides Anderson, and and this is a huge miss because there's been no real successor yet to Mads Anderson, I suppose you can say. Lopata looked good, but I don't think he was bought as you know somebody that was gonna um take over for Mads Anderson. How do you play somebody like James Norwood? Or do we need to replace and bring another striker in now? Well, I'm gonna uh, you know play devil's advocate as I always try to we don't know why he's gone it is a very strange one two days before he's played like you say in friendlies mm. um, played really well against crew you don't know what's gone off behind the scenes with James Norwood I think it was you that said that does he does he not live up that sort of way around that area or something but listen it's Twitter so it's highly reliable but I read somewhere that he's he, he, he lives out in that area um, um you know maybe something maybe something's gone off in his in his personal life um i'd be very surprised if the club wanted to get rid of him it doesn't make any sense because let's face it they're not going to have got a great deal for him um that going to going to all them because all them haven't got any money anyway so there is a lot of of, of unanswered questions with the move we might get to know. We might never get to know. Um, does this mean that Khaled and Julian Key have to resign, which I saw somebody put on Twitter? Get a grip. Do you know what I mean? It's it's unfortunate that he's gone, and he is a miss. But let's let's be realistic. No, we weren't going to get ninety minutes out of him. Yes, we are going to miss that experience. But look, let's let's look. If there is a positive side to what we've got left, you brought Max Waters in, supposedly a championship striker that was, you know, going to do great things, but has had an off couple of seasons. You've got Dallas come in again that, that, that's full of promise. You look, you've got J Lo that's in under 21s that is coming through. So I don't think we're in that bad a state. And I don't think it's. It is a bad thing that he's going. However, I'm not going to have a meltdown. I mean, some people are saying lock doors and throw key away and Barnsley's finished. You know, these people need to take a look at themselves because it's just that negativity yet again is gone. We can't do nothing about it. And I hate to be a realist about this, but we've got to move on. Yeah. Moan well, and groan as much as you want. Have a go at board, have a go at club, have a go at me. I couldn't care less. The thing is, come Saturday... There's 11 guys going to be out there. There's going to be two strikers, I'm guessing, out there that want support. There's no point saying, oh, bloody hell, look who's playing up front. I wish Norwood were here. Ain't going to happen. Move on. Right, let's move on then. Uh, Paul Vale. Oh, that went uh, easy, weren't it? Fantastic. <laughs> um, Paul Vale, the visitors at Oakwell on um, Saturday. Ian spoke to some of their fans earlier this week, and this is what they had to say. Ian. Your thoughts, Dan, on Paul Vale. Um, it's always awkward to that first match of the season because, you know, we, 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 well, we've seen him against Crewe, but obviously Norwood's gone. Um, what, what can we expect? Is this guaranteed three points? Is this a, a, an awkward one? Is this a physical game we can, we, we can expect? What can we expect? I think it'll be physical. I think it will be difficult. We played them three times last season and, and they weren't easy games. We won one, lost one and drew one, didn't we? 
um, and they were a difficult opponent. Um, apparently, they scored three goals all pre-season, so and they're after strikers. But then they've got Connor Ripley in goal from Morecambe, who's a decent keeper. They've, they've made a couple of signings all over, apart from up front. So I think they'll come and try and play it tight and physical. I don't think it'll be a, a one for the purists. Um, and I can see it being a, a close game. Um, but yeah, I don't think it'll be uh, pretty on the eye, certainly from Vale's point of view. I'm going to ask you both for your starting lineup, but Steve, you can start. Who starts up front for Barnsley then on Saturday? Because you would have thought Cole and Norwood would have started if they've both been there. I'm presuming that Cole still starts. Who are you playing as your... Um, how, what is your formation and who plays up front? Well, you'd like to think now that Norwood's gone, it'll be it'll be Watters and Cole, I would have thought. Uh, Dallas is not 100% match fit. He said he might be on bench, so he might get a look in. But you'd think he'd be starting with uh, Watters and Cole up front on Saturday. I would anyway, I think, looking at what we've got. Some other guys aren't necessarily quite ready. Um, sure, I'll probably be on bench. And as I said, Dallas probably on bench, I would have thought. Um, you want to take us through your team then, Steve? You're starting 11. Steve? Right. Oh, go on. What? You're, you're starting 11. No, Ian, we're going to tell me something then. He looked, he's got that look oh. in his eye, that glint. It's <laughs> uh, the Gavi. Is that what it is? Beautiful. Yeah. Um, covered in white wine. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, easy now. Um, Robert single, you would have thought. Roberts has, has been brought in to be, I'm guessing, number one. Um, you're back. Five would be, for me, Cadden, Kitchen, Lapata, Williams and O'Keefe. O'Keefe actually played well against Crew. Uh, played first half and looked, looked tidy. You're going to have Harry, uh, Harry Kane. He's going to buy him. I know, he's bringing him in. We're going to go to Munich, but took wrong turning off M1. Uh, <laughs> Herbie Kane in. Um, Styles is going to play behind front two. I suppose it's that third midfield spot. I'd like to think, with the injuries and the suspension, that... Uh, Theo Chapman might start because he played well second half against yep. Crew. Uh, I just hope, and I'm not starting out on a vendetta because I always seem to do on one particular player, but at the minute it's still Kundi, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think Russell is anywhere near good enough or shown anything to me that he can play in any sort of midfield role. So that's my 11. Ian, what about yours? Um, I, I'm similar with Steve. I think it'll be Roberts in goal. You're going to have um, Williams, O'Keefe, Lapata, Kitchen, Cadden. Uh, they all pick themselves, obviously, with the injuries to McCarthy and uh, Cundy. I think midfield with Phillips suspended, um, Kane, Styles, without a doubt. And I, I think he'll, I think he'll persist with Russell. Um, and then up front will be Colin Waters, I think, uh, with Dallas on the bench. What do we think, though? As in, result-wise, the first game of the season, it, 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 it's not the finished product, especially with the new head coach that came in, you can say, quite late on um, in, in, in pre-season. Um, so, 
you know, one, one, one. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Bad result tomorrow doesn't ruin the season. Although for some fans it will. <laughs> is, is this some, I don't want to talk about must game win, but on paper, Ian, you spoke to the, the, the Port Vale fans. What do, you, what do you think? Sorry, somebody's trying to get into the bed. Um, what do you think? Oh, you should be so lucky. What do you think? Hang on, you're in a field with with uh, you're in a field with tulips and the doors just open. It's like being a cow. There was a cow coming through the gate. That's what it were. These damn Dutch cows. Um, <laughs> is this a game Barnsley should be winning? And yes. can they win it? Uh, yes and yes. Um, and I'm going for a, a close two-one home victory. But yeah, yeah. I'll go on. Come on. Be positive. Two-one home victory. Steve. Needs a performance, obviously. First game at season. I don't expect it to be pretty at all. Um, from watching the friendly against crew, there were one thing that did stand out for me. And I don't know if anybody else who watched it went, thought that there seemed to be a hell of a lot of room. There were big gaps in midfield because Kane and Russell were dropping quite deep, even though Styles were up front. So I'm hoping he's looked at that and 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 he's going to change some some sort of the formation so that those big gaps don't appear. Because Port Vale, if they see them, uh, they'll be into one like a rat up a drain pipe. So that'll be no good. But a performance, team performance. Let's show that we've still got that spirit and we've got that team morale uh, carried on from last season would be nice. Uh, and a victory. I, I, I'd be honest, quite positive about Saturday. Probably a couple, two, two or three nil. I think we'll get off to a really good start, personally. Yeah, I um, I've, I've listened to what the, um, the Port Vale podcast sort of talked about. I, I, I went for three nil as well because I just think one of the things, and I know we talked about, we still need strengthening, maybe back and everything. But I think one thing, especially up front now, there is that little bit of competition, and they want to do well. Call. Is you know Devante Cole if, if if he's like last season will score 15, 16 goals, which will be great. That's actually I'm really happy with the arrival of Max Waters. He's been for me so far the signing of the season. I think if he gets and and, and you know if he gets those first sixty minutes every match in the first four, five, six matches, hopefully we'll see what he's capable of. Um, and yeah, let's let let's hope that we can um, we can start the season uh, in a winning way, uh, which. Uh, 
sets up that nicely because the games do come thick and fast because we're playing again on 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 Tuesday. Um, well, you think thing. Tuesday would be because it's pizza cup. You'd think Tuesday you would still be giving a run out to some of the first team players, but like we said on the last one, you still want to be bringing some of these younger players in to get them involved with first team squad. I'd be using Tuesday for your likes of Dallas, for your likes of Cotter, uh, Ollie Shaw, maybe even a couple of under 23s. Um, is, um, is Phillips banned for the Pizza Cup or is it just three league games? No, it's three games, isn't it? Two league and Pizza Cup. Right, right. I think I, I don't know. I thought I thought it'd be three three league games because if if you, but that's just me. I I don't know. Somebody will know that. Somebody will comment on. I'm sure. I, I I was listening to Adam Oxley a couple of weeks back, and he were on about it, and he was saying, I'm sure he said it were two games. So blame Adam Oxley. I we would will. anyway. We will. Um. Right. The last question I've got for you both is today. Um. Obviously, the, the, the club post on on social media. Two posts I want to quickly talk about, but in conjunction with each other. First of all, an open letter from Khaled about how important this season is, get behind the team and everything else. And then a little bit later, um, there will message that the club has been told by all these safety committees that um, there is persistent standing in certain stands. So you've got Khaled asking for an atmosphere. We need to create an atmosphere. We need to be the 12th man. But at the same time, supporters get told not to stand up. And there's not many people that, Sing sat down really is it you always stand up then there was a little video montage that the, the, the club put on today about how important it is about 12 men and every single person in that video fans wise they, they were all stood up and and we get it because this is not come on i think what can i do to piss the fans off this week i tell you what i tell them they can't stand up it's from safety committees the police and everybody else that only tell the club um how important i'll start with you in how important is it ian that there is a singing section in that Pontiac because they seem to be the one. It's like COVID. It spreads then. It starts over there and then it moves through the entire stand and then the East End joins in and if we're lucky, the West End as well. How important is it to have a section like that? And there will be reasons for it, I get it, but this, this standing issue is never going to go away, is it? Because not many people sit down and sing a song. Everybody stands up, don't they? Yeah, and, and football's and supporting football is an emotive thing, isn't it? And the only, and they've tried for years, you know, we all know why all seater stadium come in, but now they're going to rail, rail seating and rail, you know, where you can stand and sit at the same time, which has come from the continent, but obviously it costs a lot of money. Um, so yeah, I, the atmosphere, it was proved last season when the fans come through the turnstiles and they get behind the, the team what what um, a noisy place Oakwall can be and can be that 12th man. Um, and they do need to come up with some something, um, like a proper maybe singing section um, somewhere in the ground. And But you've also then got to say to those people who choose to go in that area, you can take your flags, take your banners. Yeah, don't take your flares and all that sort of stuff. But basically... You can make as much noise as you want. And people who are in there will be like-minded people who are happy to stand and bounce around. So you won't get people in there going, bloody sit down, you know, because those who want to sit down will be in another stand. So you've got to kind of have those conversations with a safety group. That if you do have a singing section, they're going to have to be allowed a little bit of freedom to make it a singing section and make it work. You can't then tell them all to sit down and, and, and shut up, can you? Um. 
Steve Kalad told us in that secret meeting that wasn't secret, um, and it was posted again today that they're hoping for less queues. Um, I believe in the West End and and and, and in the East uh, East End because they've got the magnetic cups that fill a pint pot in four minutes, which is just pretty impressive, isn't it? Uh, uh, sorry, four minutes, four seconds. Sorry, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, Worse than Guinness. Unbelievable! What's going on there? Still, that would have still been quicker than before, but <laughs> uh, four seconds to fill a pint pot, and you don't have a magic wand, Steve, because. That vision is just you'll be surprised. Don't get your wand out, whatever you do. What? Don't get your oh, wand can out. I? hold on a minute. What what can <laughs> oh. what what could be done inside Oakwell? Don't say score on the pitch. Talking about atmosphere and facilities. What is there? Is there something you think that would be a quick win to improve that atmosphere without people standing up and going against regulations and everything else? Well, the thing with standing up is if they want to apply for a standing up section, that's fine. That's probably where then, like you say, your singing section would go uh, if there is such a thing. Um, very difficult to sort. It's not being funny. If somebody said to me, you're going to have to move seats because this is going to be a singing section, well, I wouldn't be very happy about that. And I think there'd be a lot of people that wouldn't be very happy about that. Um I do come back to if it's exciting on the pitch, people automatically stand up for a few seconds for whatever, and then they sit back down again. But you, um, have to, you have to to see what's happening, don't you? <laughs> well, in some yeah, in some parts that in some parts that stand, yes, you do. But for these that want to stand up all the way through, then they should be or they should apply for a standing section. And if, if that is the right hand side of the ponty end where most, most people do do the singing, etc. And I'm sure they'd be happy with that. That's fine. But you can't you can't just say, right, we're going to designate this part at stand or we're going to designate this stand as the singing section and you can stand up because that's not fair. People, some people do pay the money to go in and sit down. So you've got it. You've got it. You're going to have to look at that from both sides. Um, as for being able to fill a pint pot in four seconds, I couldn't give a monkey's chuff, to be quite honest. Why? What difference does that make? That doesn't make me think, oh, you know what? I'm going to go 10 minutes earlier because I can have an extra three pints. <laughs> why? We're back to why do we need to get pissed up to go to a football match? People want to go and have a drink. That's fine. But I've seen someone on Twitter today. Somebody's done a like a map of all the pubs and bars around Barnsley, around ground that you can go to pre-match. There's loads. Absolutely loads, all right, having a happy hour. Fantastic. But do you really want to go to ground and be sat or stood or whatever with somebody who's managed to get five or six pints down the neck and be falling all over or throwing up or causing trouble just because they want to stand or they want to sing or they don't want to stand? I don't think alcohol is the answer. I really don't. I think the answer to the singing section is, you know, the bit between the Ponty end and the West stand, that bit of concrete that slopes up. Put some real disabled stand then. <laughs> no, the other, the other side. And, you know, can we get a roof on there and put some rails so people could stand and put everybody together? But listen, um, a lot will still be resolved. And of course, we are still waiting on the big news from Coloured as well. That could drop any day or any month. Or any, <laughs> or any year. 
<laughs> well, it's not going to be big now, is it? Let's face it, it's, it's been diluted down that much that whatever he tells you now, you know, Kelly Brooks, Kelly Brooks going to play up front, topless. Nobody cares now. If he'd have told you that in May, if he'd have told you that in May, there'd been 12,000 season tickets sold, wouldn't there? Whereas <laughs> now, it's uh, Kelly Brook. Not right bothered, to be honest, true. Megan Fox, maybe. Uh, something like that. But it's that sort of thing. It's been diluted down now that much. That unless it is absolutely earth-shattering, people are just going to say, oh, yeah, that's good. Not big, though, is it? Well, yeah. I, I think if you have a big announcement, then you say you have a big announcement, and normally within 24, 48 hours, you, you do it, don't you? It's the yeah. teasers they put on Facebook, you know, on social media when they've signed somebody. You see a few teasers, whatever, and then bang, it's there. This is, I've got a really big announcement, and then to try and get season tickets sold, and the season's starting and people are still waiting. I don't think there's any big announcement that would people say, oh, that's fantastic. And maybe that's because the, the, the fans that buy a season ticket want to know about those 11 on the pitch and not necessarily the business side of yeah. the business. But you know what? We, we will wait and see what happens. Um, I know you're both going on Saturday. Unfortunately, somebody has to go to Crete in 32 degrees heat for seven days, all inclusive. So I really I've, had a look, I've had a look on Met Office on my phone, pissing it down next week, covered in rain. You've got the wrong Met Office because I've done the same. And we've got a text as well to say, please make sure you bring Fact you'll miss, You'll miss this. You'll miss this, won't you? Why? Please, Why? Why? My ears are bleeding. Can we not? Oh, God. 21st century. Let's just come you, up with something else. Please come just up with something else, for God's sake. You know what? Now, just that we have, now, now changes are going throughout the club, the different way we're doing things. And, you know, maybe it's a time to say we're not going to do what we've always done, which is <laughs> a time rider. Because, you know what I mean? Maybe we do that. Um, that debate will be had another week. Gents. Oh, God, it won't. Um, not I again. Think... Surely not. I keep, we keep coming up with alternatives. No bugger bloody listens. <laughs> See, they've only got two records, Time Rider and bloody Rocky theme. That's it. You haven't got any more. Maybe they'll have to turn them around. Maybe play Time Rider just before they come out of the tunnel and play Rocky when they come onto the pitch. <laughs> we do that, can we? Why not? A change is as good as anything. Look at face of him. Jans, Combine them up. Let's have, let's have Rocky Rider. Come on. I've seen that <laughs> film as well, funnily enough. <laughs> Gents, uh, enjoy the day at Oakwell on Saturday Whether you go to happy hour or not Whether you have a pine pot that fills up in just four seconds or not um, Enjoy the day, let's hope for three points Let's hope for a really good performance And something to give the fans hope going into yet another season You have been listening to the Reds Report Season 9 of Barnsley's longest running podcast Sponsored by Barnsley Sport and of course Pat of the TalkSport Fans Network. So as we raise a glass to another season, and I raise a can because I'm poor, unlike those two. Enjoy the day, gentlemen, and we will see you <laughs> next week. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.